Welcome to the MetaZen Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential so you can discover your own values, the manner in which you're here to serve, and align yourself with the only certifiable rescue team you can rely on, yourself. Episode 32, Acting As If. What's up, Moonbeams? Happy New Year once more, and happy Wednesday. I hope that you guys are getting off to a great start. I hope everything is flowing the way you want it to, and I hope that y'all out here making good on those New Year's resolutions and goals that you set, because I know I'm trying to. Welcome to episode 32. In this episode, we will be talking about the power of acting as if you know, just when you start to act the role and start to play the part, how you can program yourself and program your mind to become more like that thing that you're emulating. So you don't want to miss that because we're going to get into some juicy stuff. I want to thank y'all again for all of your continued support, all of your donations, all of the sharing of the episodes on social media. I just thank you for all of your help and listening and support. I cannot do this without you. I have to make that clear. In the first segment of this episode, we will be talking about acting as if. In the second uh, segment of this episode, we will be talking about how the flesh can, you know, be distracted by reality. And in the uh, third segment of this episode, we we'll just be talking about the importance of reprogramming your mind to get the things that you want. Because if you don't, you'll just spend your life being reactive to things that you don't want. And you won't learn how to take charge of what it is that you want to create in your life. And that's not the best way to live. So you don't want to miss that. If you're new here, welcome to the episode. What's up? How it's going? And if you're coming back, what's up? Because, again, today's lesson is going to be very important and crucial to success, so you don't want to miss it. So let's jump into it in five, four, three, two, and one. Jordan Belfort said, act as if, act as if you're a wealthy man, rich already, and then you surely become rich. Act as if you have unmatched confidence, and then people will surely have confidence in you. Act as if you have unmatched experience, and then people will follow your advice, and act as if you are already a tremendous success. And as sure as I stand here today, you will become successful. Now, this quote is so true, and it took me a while to realize how much this was working in my life in terms of acting as if, you know, whatever it is you act like, because I've acted like many things very consistently over the years. I've acted like a victim, you know, very abused or neglected little boy, and with me doing that, 
my life and my behavior said that about me, my beliefs, the way that I talked, the way that I interact with people, the way that I treated people, it said that about me. Uh, also, I've always saw myself to be a student, though. I've always acted as if I was the brightest and sharpest student. And in acting like the brightest and sharpest student, I take that studiousness with me everywhere that I go. It's nothing that I don't want to know. It's nothing that I'm afraid to research, look up. You know, I always want to be five steps ahead. I always want to be ready for next week's, next week's lesson. All of the things. And when I think about a lot of that, if it was applicable there, it could be applicable anywhere, you know? So with, you know, if I wanted to be or act like I was the best musician, all I have to do is figure out what the best musician is to me and I can break that down and all I have to do is emulate and act as if and start to internalize that behavior and again the universe doesn't know what's real what's fake so you know when we start taking certain behaviors very consistently the universe will start to realize he does this a lot she does this a lot they do this a lot maybe this is important to them how about we try to optimize their mind and their body so they can be more in vibrational alignment so this task, this talent, this passion can become easier and it can be something that they can do more easily as time progresses. And then you start to see that thing working for you. It really comes down to experimenting. That's how life really is. St. Jerome said, good, better, best. Never let it rest. Till your good is better and your better is best. That's definitely a simple mantra that I love, that I love to, you know, apply to my life because I'm so grounded in excellence and wanting to be world class and wanting to be the best at what I do. Not being in competition with anyone, but being the best at what I do. And that starts out with uh, addressing what I'm good at, what I'm better at, and what I'm best at. And... You know, a lot of people have the tendency of focusing on their weaknesses. A lot of people focus on their strengths. And I don't really have any preference in terms of what it is to work on, but I can see, I do know that where energy goes, energy flows. And in focusing on your strengths, you can become more and more confident. And that confidence can create inspiration, meaning in spirit. And that inspiration can compel you to want to do more. A lot of times when we just focus on our weaknesses, we don't always move as quickly as we want to or get the kind of feedback or the kind of growth that we want. And that can discourage us. When it comes to improving or becoming the people that we want to be, we have to decide what we want. Who do you want to be? What do you want to do? What do you want to have? Because you can't hit a moving target. Like Lisa Nich uh, Nichols says, you can't hit a moving target. So you have to take the time to figure out what it is you want to do. What do you want to have? And who do you want to be? And once you figure out what that is, try to find someone who's doing that already. You don't have to necessarily copy everything they're doing, but take scraps. You know, it's a book called Still Like an Artist by Austin. 
something with a K, but such a good book that talks about being an artist and learning how to create your own style and create your own aesthetic by stealing properly, <laughs> you know, and find people that do what it is you're doing, you know, and it may feel silly and it may feel awkward, but whatever it is you want to do, act like you're the best at it, act like you're confident, act like you're competent, act like you know exactly what you're doing. And after time, you know, you'll develop that tough skin, you'll develop that resilience, you'll develop those insights, and you'll start to connect patterns and see things where there are no connections, and you'll find yourself becoming optimized in real time to do this thing that you want to do. I feel like so many of us go so far in life without knowing what we're good at. No one told us what we were good at or what made us valuable. Or, you know, what made us valuable as contributors in this universe or anything like that. So it becomes our job. It's really our job the whole time to explore that. And you have to give yourself time to explore that. Because sometimes you don't know what you want to do or how you want to act or what you want to have. But if you don't take the time to take action, maybe fail, get it wrong, and, you know, get some skin in the game, then you'll be stuck being ignorant and not knowing what you need to know. Ken Vittori said, I don't believe you have to be better than everybody else. I believe you have to be better than you ever thought you could be. And I love this quote because I've talked about this in previous episodes that I feel like as people were bred to be competitive animals so early, whether it's us being siblings in a household, whether it's in school, whether it's in our jobs, you know, whether it's in our friendships, it's all underlined and, you know, supposedly subtle, but we're bred to be these competitive animals. And in being these competitive animals, we never develop that sense of good sportsmanship and that grace of being able to watch someone else win or watch someone else be successful or, you know, have their ups as opposed to someone that's always sucking and making you feel good about their life because they're not moving too much further ahead than you are. You know, you have to worry about your path and who it is you want to become. You have to realize that you're only in competition with yourself because your abundance, your wealth, all the things that you aspire to have, no one can get in your way of having them. You have your own universe of things that belong to you, things that you will attract and manifest into your reality, but no one can step on your toes or get in your way. So many of us come from such bad situations. We come from such, you know, poor families and not poor financially, but just poor ends in character, poor as in behavior, you know, riddled in pathology and riddled in all types of brokenness and things that, you know, most of them probably won't recover from. They'll probably live out the remainder of their days exhibiting or living to a certain standard or lack thereof. But just because you come from that don't mean that you can't have better. It doesn't mean that you can't choose better and be better for yourself and for the world at large. Because again, like I always say, you have things inside of you that you were meant to do. But if you never give your chance time, or give yourself time to explore and figure out what those things are, the world will never get a chance to receive them. And then you can be on your deathbed with all of your dreams and goals nearby, wondering why you didn't take action on what you were supposed to do. And I don't think that you want to see that happen to you. 
I know I don't. So again, acting as if it's the foundation. Haral Nagda said, from this moment, create a new glorious path so that others know a new way exists. One of the things that I love about being a human being is we reveal to each other what's possible all the time, every step of the way. Whether we know a friend or a relative that's starting a new business, whether we have a friend or relative or anyone that's getting a promotion to a position that seemed impossible for us, but they seem to, you know, acquire the promotion, whatever. You know, human beings have that ability to reflect and reveal what we're capable of. You know, the same way Thomas Edison created the, uh, the light bulbs or all the other inventions or all the other different events that have taken place over hundreds of thousands of years, you get to know and internalize it yourself that with all of these things that have been done, you're capable of that same magic. You're capable of that same excellence. You are capable of that same genius. So many, so many of us live lives where we can be surrounded by so many successful people or people that are doing much better than us, but we can feel discouraged and dismayed like we don't have access to that same potential. Like we don't have access to that same sense of flourishing. And we do. So often we get distracted by our own realities. You know, maybe we hate our jobs. Maybe we hate where we live. We hate our weight. We hate the relationships we're in. We just hate our overall station in life. And we can become so inundated and distracted with that reality that we forget to dream and take action to create something better, to take the next step. And I know for myself, I definitely had that issue where I was surrounded with so much more of what I don't want or what I didn't want at the time that I couldn't focus on what I actually wanted. Now, the beauty of knowing what you don't want is that it can help you propel yourself forward in terms of learning what you do want, even if you don't really know what you want yet. Learning what you don't want, you get to mark things off the list so you don't ever have to come down that road again, you know? One of the first real things or real truths that I had to tell to myself was that I'm worthy of what I'm living. I'm worthy of what I'm doing. And I had to get to that place where I was willing to do whatever it took to get to the next level. Now, I didn't know at the time that, that it would, would mean me starting over, me losing my home, me losing my car, me get fired, and just the whole thing. But I am grateful and thankful that I am someone, I, that I am a soul, that I was a soul that was able to start over and begin the rebuilding process because I got to be more in tune with what I wanted. I got to be more in tune with the mistakes that I was making. Ollie Anderson said, if philosophy gets you lost in the labyrinth of symbols that distance us from reality, then it is part of the problem. If it motivates positive action that can create a better world, philosophy is usually a gift. And to me, that means that whatever philosophy you're leading your life with is either propelling you to, uh, forward towards the future that you want or it isn't. So 
the philosophy that you're living by on a day-to-day basis, on an hour-to-hour basis, is either killing you or it's enlivening you. It's, it's bringing you to life. And it's your job to get to the bottom of what philosophy you're using. What are you implementing into your life? And if it's not working, you have to be able to get in front of it and say, this is not working. It's, try to, it's time to try something else. Don't spend too much time trying to find the right thing to try. Just try things out. You know, I've definitely learned that as a human being, it's important to be a scientist. You have to be someone that's willing to experiment, someone that's willing to hypothesize, theorize, and then take action. Don't spend too much time doing input. That was a big mistake that I've made before. Spend too much time time trying to plan and trying to, you know, be in control, have all the answers and all of that that you forget to take action. I had to decide that I didn't want to be someone who spent their whole youth just working and working and working and not leaving room for adventure, not leaving room for wonder, not leaving room for major, massive, world-class contribution. And for me to do that, you know, I had to make some hard decisions. I had to make some very hard sacrifices. I had to put myself in some very compromising positions. <laughs> you know, I had to be willing to be uncomfortable. I had to be willing to, you know, go through the issues with confidence and self-worth so I can be who I am now. Sometimes you have to allow yourself to be broken so you can heal properly because so many of us will go through life bruised and, you know, mentally broken but we need that brick to be clean so we can start to get on the mend and start to start over i realized that with everything going on it was an impeccable time for god to show up in my life and show me very much so that he is real and you know even in even though it's been one of the hardest points in my life it was also one of the best because i definitely got to experience different things i had to be willing to redefine myself. I had to be willing to tell the story differently. And again, and always, I had to be willing to take accountability for all the decisions and all the things that got me here. Walter Darby Bannard said, science is a matter of adjusting language to explain material reality. Art is a matter of adjusting material reality to create a sense of life. So when it comes to being a human being, you have to manipulate and use your language, which would be your words, your thoughts, your mental images to create the reality that you want, to create the material reality that you want. You have to use your words to create a story, to explain the reality that you're experiencing, that you're having. But you have to be careful with the words that you're using, because again, as you get older, And as you go forward, you learn that whatever story you tell yourself, your experience, your reality will produce that experience for you. But when you learn that you actually get in control of the experience that you're receiving, you can adjust your language to adjust the reality, the material reality. So make the most of your language. Make the most of what you tell yourself of why you are where you are or why you haven't gotten to that level that you want to be at. Because if you're blaming or using anyone else as an scapegoat of why you are where you want to be, 
then you're giving your control to people and they don't even know you're giving them control. You're just giving control and you're giving your power away. But the only way that you can regain control and purpose over your life is to act as though, act as if, you know what I'm saying? Act as if you're accountable. It might feel weird, it might feel strange, but act as if you're accountable. Act like you're responsible, act like you're confident, act like you're good with money. Act like you're great at paying your bills. Act like you're resourceful. Act like you're a great problem solver. I love Napoleon. I think it's Napoleon's, but Napoleon's book about having a great attitude and how if you practice for 30 days, having a great attitude and treating everyone that you meet with the most compassion and generosity that you can muster up, you will start to start to see your reality change. Like I told y'all before, like it was a period over the summer of 2021 where every day for like about maybe a month and a half, I was giving homeless people a dollar. You know, I would stop what I was doing. I would interrupt my regular schedule just to go run out and drive and see if I could find someone that I can give a dollar to because it made me feel good. But it also informed more of the reality that I wanted to create for myself and for this world. So, you know, it got me in tune with the way I wanted to see the world, a place where we can help one another. And sometimes people don't have to do anything to earn your help. Sometimes you just want to help because you can sense and see that they require it. Now, whether their intentions are great or whether they're going to make the most of it is none of your business. But if you're there to help, if you're there to lend a hand, if you're there to contribute, then you get to be a part of the solution as opposed to being a part of the problem. And when you can take that initiative in your own life, you can find yourself creating a lot more solutions and solving a lot more problems as opposed to stewing on problems. Think about it. It could all be so simple. Glennon Doyle said, the norms were created by somebody and each of us is somebody. We can make our own normal. I love this quote because where I come from, you know, the normal was a lot different than the normal that I aspire to have. The normal that I aspire to create my life with where I come from, you weren't able to have your own experience. You weren't able to have your own voice. You weren't able to tell and share your own truth. You couldn't have your own experience to validate you. You had to you know, surrender your power. You had to allow yourself to be manipulated and just a bunch of different things. And these days and knowing what, you know, that I can create my own norm, that I get to create my own reality. I want, I set the bar very high. You know, when it comes to hanging around, hanging out and being around people, my norm, I don't want to have a norm where people are comfortable lying around me. I want dishonesty and emotional dishonesty around me to feel very uncomfortable. I want you to feel guilty doing that because I don't want to be dishonest with you or around you. I don't want to tell you blatant lies. So, you know, that's a part of the norm that I want to create. I want to create a normalcy where people are comfortable being vulnerable when they're around me because I'm going to be more than vulnerable and transparent when I'm around you. But if vulnerability bothers you, then, you know, that's on you. But I also want to make it uncomfortable for you to be, you know, just closed up and clammed up. 
you know, you have to be yourself, but when when the intentions aren't good, you know, I can't do nothing about that, but I just don't want to be around that. And as humans, we need to focus on what is the norm that we want to create. You know, so many of us come from poverty. We come from very poor living conditions and situations. And we get to the point where we become adults and we're so used to that way of thinking. We're so used to that way of living that we just give up on the idea of having more and creating more and producing more because we've had what's been easy so long, aka the poverty. The poverty has come so natural and easy to us. So we kind of feel like somewhere in our hearts and our minds that this will always be, that this is the way it's supposed to be, that the world will keep us in this position. But you forget that you're taking ownership over that role, that you're, you're claiming that reality, that you're claiming that future, and you don't have to. It really requires you to reprogram your mind and see yourself as someone else. Know that you came from that environment, but you don't have to carry that with you. You can, can you can still have those pieces of who you were and who you are to remind you of where you come from, but you don't have to do that. You know, I hear so many people talk about how so many people leave the hood and all this. And it's like no one has any loyalty to the hood. It's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, like I've lived in a hood a time or two and it's definitely nothing to be ashamed of, but I don't think we should be putting pressure on people to overrepresent something that hasn't always been positive. You know what I mean? Especially when you're trying to get out, especially if the area is bad and different things like that. People have the right to want a new norm. And you're no different. You just have to do the work. John Dolan said, time can move quickly when it loses its memory or when there are no new memories to create. Reality's vulture flies down and picks at the bones of our dreams. And this pretty much means that when you don't have any goals, or you don't have any dreams, or you don't have any aspirations, or anything to steer your character, anything to steer the direction of your life, then you're bound to live days that will look the same. You will go through years and living years that will look the same. Time won't mean much to you and it may seem like it flies extra quickly because you're doing nothing with your life. And what that means is that you need to get some goals, that you need to figure out what you want to be about, to figure out what you want your legacy to be. How do you want people to remember you? If you died tomorrow, what would you want people to say? How would you want the re their reaction to be? Time can really go by when you spend all your time being angry and suspended in low vibrational living, if you will. You want to spend all your time just drinking or spend all your time just wasting away and not being all you can be. This isn't coming from a place of judgment because I've been talking about it with myself and you know with others quite a bit that... I feel like I spend quite a bit of time just really being caught up in my anger and being caught up in wanting to teach people a lesson and wanting to get justice and, you know, wanting to let people know that they hurt me and all the different things. And in all that time that I chewed up and spent, I chewed it up being numb and numbing myself with things like alcohol and marijuana and different things like that. And now... I'm very curious about the guy that I am that exists without those things. It's been quite a while now since, you know, since I've done those, but 
you know, or at least marijuana. I still have a, you know what I'm saying, a cocktail every now and again, but marijuana has been quite a while since I've done that. But just, I'm very curious about who I am without those things. You know, who do I get to be when I'm not trying to numb my pain, when I'm sitting in my discomfort, when I'm sitting in my disappointment and I'm processing and allowing myself to feel my emotions? Who am I when I'm not prioritizing rolling up a blunt over going to the gym or reading a book or starting a business or writing a book or creating a mixtape or whatever? You know, who am I without those things in my life? Because I've wrapped up a lot of my identity and a lot of my youth in running and numbing with those things. But now it's time to reprogram a different person because every day that I'm given to be here, I have the liberty and I have the freedom to be someone else, to create something else, to behave differently, to determine who I want to be, what I want to have and what I want to do about it. T.F. Hodge said, in the game of life, we all receive a set of variables and limitations in the field of play. We can either focus on the lack thereof or empower ourselves to create better realities with the pieces we play the game with. And to me, that says that as people, we all come into this world, we all come into this life with stories. We all have our own stories. We all have our own stories that we're supposed to unravel, that we're supposed to explore. We all have things and different conditions and experiences that we're destined to experience. We all also come into this situation with limitations, limitations that are that are supposed to bolster our character and, you know, inflict pain and discomfort on us. So we'll be inspired to grow. So we'll be inspired to be more than where we come from. So many of us were born into abusive families with alcoholic parents or drug addicts for parents. So many of us were born into families with miserable parents or, you know, abusive siblings and, you know, all types of impossible living situations, not to see us suffer, but to plant seeds of growth and changing us. So we can grow up to create the world that we want to live in because we know what it means to come from less. We we know what it means to come from a judgmental background. We know what it means to not live advantageously. And so many of us would rather sit around and point the finger and blame so-and-so doing better or having a better life because they come from rich parents or because they had this opportunity or that opportunity. And the thing is, you get to be more, you, you get to be more, you have more potential in the situation because you didn't have that help. You don't have those influences. You don't have parents that left you money. So you have more fuel, you have more passion, you have more momentum to surpass that, to recreate the same thing your way. But you have to get out of your way and reprogram your mind to be who you want to be, to do what you want to do, to have all the things you want to have, because you're the only one that's going to create it. Okay, y'all, welcome to the air segment. And in the air segment, we inspire you to take action. We call you out and we challenge you to change your life 
by taking one action, two actions, or three. Just take action. So, without further ado, let's jump right in. The first letter is E. Exemplify, meaning to serve as an example. Exemplify the behavior. Exemplify the speech. Exemplify the actions. Exemplify the wardrobe. Exemplify the books. Exemplify everything that you need to do to be the person that you want to be. Again, this comes back to acting as if. So if you want to be a lawyer, read the books that lawyers read. Dress the way a lawyer dresses. Watch movies or documentaries or, you know, shows or things that a lawyer will watch to become stronger in the craft. If you want to become an actor, you know, talk like an actor. Practice acting. Practice your sides. Put yourself out there to gigs, even if you got to be an extra working for free. But exemplify the behavior that you need to exemplify consistently enough. You will find yourself starting to believe in more and more because action creates belief. Action removes doubt. Action is how you actually build confidence. So exemplify the next letters are rescue. Understand that it is your job to rescue yourself. You may be out here in the world experiencing all types of things, good or bad, but you get to decide if they're good or bad and why. Think about that. You get to decide what's good or bad when life is naturally, fundamentally neutral. So when you're out here getting distracted by the things that hurt you, the things that are occupying your attention, think about the fact that you have to rescue yourself. No one's going to come along and make this better for you. Now, change is always constant, but change isn't constant if we're looking or expecting the worst out of everything and everyone. So understand that you will have to rescue yourself. So get in tune with what that will look like. Get in tune with what you want your rescue team to look like because once you figure out what you want them to look like or how you want them to act or swoop in and rescue you, now you know exactly what it is that you need to do. And the last letter is A, avow, meaning to declare or openly confess. Avow that your life is not the way that you want it. Avow that you can get the best that you can all the way up until this point. Avow the fact that all the things that are going on in your life, where you are in life right now, is a sum of all of the decisions you've made up until this point. But also avow that you can take it in a different direction and that things can get better, that you will be better because your life will get better until you do. A value that it's time for change. A value that it's time to stop hanging out with people that don't mean you well. People that don't foster or promote your growth. People that don't support or care about the things you care about. People whose values don't align with yours. A value, a value that it's time to do whatever it is that's necessary to become the person you've always known yourself to be. And there you have it. Exemplify, rescue, and avow. In the next episode, we will be talking more about taking action. So you don't want to miss that. If you have a chance to, please leave a review and a rating on Apple. Apple Podcasts, that definitely helps and supports the channel. And if you feel led and compelled to, please leave a donation. 
doesn't matter how big or how small, it all helps the podcast. I do want to thank y'all again for supporting the Medicine Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential. This year can be full of possibilities and dreams and accomplished goals if you allow it to. But you have to act as if. Act as if you're going to be the change you want to see. Act as if you're going to turn it around this time. Act as if you're all action and no talk. Don't talk about what you want to do. Don't mention it to anyone because so many of us make the mistake of sharing our goals and then we invoke ego. And now accomplishing our goals is built on our own thing. So think about all of these things. So many of us don't understand that it only takes one year to change your entire life. But once you grasp that, everything changes exponentially. And I'm going to leave you with this. You are strong. You are enough. You are wise and you are tough. Have a good day. Peace.